This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. In this episode, we talk about struggling with weight loss. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaves. Big change. Another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple research-backed strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and I've been kind of struggling for the last maybe two, maybe three years now. I've been on a journey to lose weight, to, to, to burn fat, and it's been much, much harder than I expected it to. And so in today's episode, I wanted to share that journey with you, share the experience I've had so far, and share the lessons that I've learned along the way so that you can potentially, if you decide to go down this journey yourself, or if you already are, can avoid some of the mistakes and pitfalls that I've made. And before we start this episode, I want to really take a moment here and just let you know, like, this is a sensitive topic. This is something that I know can be triggering for so many people out there. And you have every right to turn this episode off if it feels too much. I, I want to make sure that that's clear. It's okay to stop listening if it feels like this is going, uh, uh, this is triggering you in any kind of way. I know that this topic around food can be such a sensitive thing. And I wish it wasn't. I wish that we could just have an honest conversation. But unfortunately, like, it is sensitive. Unfortunately, the world that we live in has made it sensitive in a lot of ways. And I don't mean that in any kind of like censoring way. I mean that in like a expectation kind of way, you know, like what our society values versus doesn't value and all of the, the issues that come with that. So I just wanted to give you that quick disclaimer, like feel free to skip this episode if it gets too sensitive for you. I am going to, of course, as I do with this show, always end with the positive, always end with the lessons learned, always end with what's next and what I'm going to be doing next. But I understand if you choose not to listen all the way through. And I also want to say that this episode is my experience and my perspective. So it's really not meant to be a do this 
kind of episode. It's not like a, hey, copy my strategy approach to things. It's very much a, here's what my experience has been. Here's what that has meant for me, what that's done uh, to my mental health and to the other parts of my life. And hopefully you can learn something from that that you can apply to yourself. Uh, If not, maybe it's just comforting to hear somebody else going through something similar to what you're going through. Yeah, that that's really the only outcome of this. This is not going to be an episode you walk away with like, okay, cool, here's my 10 steps to, to achieve this. So with all of that said, I want to take a quick moment to remind you that I recently launched a brand new community over on Discord. It's exclusively for listeners of this podcast and any podcasts on the Tiny Leaps TLBC network. Connect with us, head over to tlbc.co slash community. Join us on the Discord. I know it's a new app. I know it's another thing you have to download. I get it, but it is worth it. We're all there. I'm there. Heather from Happy Brain is there. The community is there and we're all talking, sharing stories, supporting each other. So join us. I would love to have you there. I'd love to connect with you directly, learn a little bit more about you and figure out what I can do to better help you on this journey that you're going through. So a few years ago, I decided I wanted to start losing weight. And there was this sort of like particular event that kind of triggered it, right? So I, I've always, my entire sort of adult life, I've been somewhere between like 175-ish and 185-ish. And for those of you who've been listening to the show for a little bit, like I've told portions of this story before. So hang with me. I'm just going to sort of tell the entire thing straight through. So I've always been between like 175, 185. And for context, I'm about 5'8". So, you know, like, whatever, like not like crazy sculpted, you know, I've never been that person. Um, But also like I, I was comfortable, I was comfortable in my body, I saw myself in the mirror and felt like comfortable. And when we moved from New York City, which I lived for 10 years, and for those of you who've been to New York City, you know, it's a very walkable city. You pretty much walk everywhere unless you're on the subway. So there was a lot of like built in physical activity just in transportation. Now, I've always been the type of person that goes to the gym. I've always been the type of person that like works out and really tries to like eat healthy and keep myself like healthy. But when we moved to New Hampshire, I kind of underestimated, and honestly, I'm starting to realize I've underestimated so much about this move, but I kind of underestimated how much different it would be in terms of like my day-to-day physical activity. You know, I still work out regularly. I run, I've got like a weight set in my basement and I uh, lift when I can. Like I'm keeping myself physically active, but I don't really have to walk anywhere ever. Like everything is in a car. And and really, if you really want to like put like a, a thing on it, like I can't walk anywhere. Like nothing is close enough to be walkable. And I don't think I fully recognized how different that would be, like how much that was going to reduce my daily physical activity and how much more sitting I was going to be doing. Like it, It's not something you think about when you live in a city because Everything requires you to get up and walk somewhere. You're often walking 10, 15 blocks just to like go get coffee. Like it's, it's not a weird thing to go around walking in the city, but it is here in a lot of ways. And so I underestimated this. 
And one of the things that really sort of made me realize this and made me sort of notice the difference was, um, I can't remember if it was two years ago now, three years ago, it was like right before COVID. So whenever that started, I had some some friends over. So two of my best friends from, I've known them since middle school, actually, they came to visit and they, they drove up from New York and stayed the weekend with us. And just to give you some context on these two. So one of them is like a crazy, like runner person, like the type of person who like wakes up on a random Thursday and it's like, I think I'm going to run 20 miles today. And he just does that and gets an amazing time. And like he's in many ways, the reason or part of the reason I started running him and my fiance are really the two reasons that I started running. But he's he's amazing. And, and he is obviously in great shape. That's what you have to be in order to survive that kind of physical activity. And then the other friend, someone I've known for a long time, and he is like sculpted, like partially genetics, partially he's insane and does really insane physical things. uh, And partially he works out a lot. So these are my two friends, like people that have the type of like movie theater advertisement type of body, right? Depending on on what you're you're looking for. And these are people that like many others out there, like growing up, I, I always had some like insecurities around like my relationship to them, like in terms of like feeling like I'm I'm maybe not as good looking or feeling like girls don't like me as much or feeling like, you know, like all of the things that like middle school, high school you worry about. Um so, so that history is there and they, that's the type of people that they are and the type of like physical body that they have. So they came to visit. And like I, I said, like I've always had like a, an, like a body I was comfortable in. Um, I've always worked out and in the city, I, I, I was much more active than I am here. Um, and I didn't realize how different it was until they came because we happened to, I, I don't remember the context, maybe we're at the gym or something, but we happened to weigh ourselves. And this was one of my first times stepping on a scale since moving. And the number was like 207 or something like that, which isn't insane. You know, that, that's not like necessarily bad or inherently bad in any way. But for me, where I was in my life at that point, it was a shock. Like it, it, it like, I feel like my internal world like broke like to the point that for the rest of that weekend I was super insecure I was constantly trying to like you know have like jackets to like cover things up like I was I was in my head and I couldn't really enjoy the rest of that weekend the way that I would have liked to because here I am next to these two people who I already had a history of sort of feeling insecure around who have these incredible bodies that they've worked really hard for and, and deserve. I want to make sure that I'm, I'm clearly stating that it's not about like, Oh, like why do they have like they're doing stuff I'm not willing to do. So of course they have it, but it did sort of like trigger something for me where I just started freaking out. And I, I just like, I, I didn't realize like how, like how did it get to this point? Right. And again, the number 207 isn't even that crazy, but it was, it was just like this departure from where I had always thought of myself. Like in my head, I was always between 175 and 185. 
And then here the scale was saying 207. That's, what is that, 15 to 22 pounds higher? That, that's a big difference from who you think you are. And when you run into that departure, it can be ridiculously painful. And that's exactly what I was going through, the psychic shock of it. Now, when we get back, I'm going to talk about what this led to for me and where I am today, because I'm in a healthy place and I'm, I'm happy and I feel great. And I want to make sure that that's clear. So we are definitely going to get into the positive outcome of this, the lessons learned of this. So stay tuned. Sleep is something that I find ridiculously important. And it's something that I struggle with, quite honestly. I tend to stay up super late, way too late most nights. And then when I finally get to bed, I have insomnia. That's why I'm such a big fan of the podcast I want to recommend today. If you're struggling with falling asleep, you need to listen to Sleep Whispers. It's 100% gentle whispering of bedtime stories, guided relaxations, and even fun trivia questions and interesting Wikipedia articles. You can search for Sleep Whispers podcast in your podcast player or simply click the link in the description of this episode. I highly, highly recommend you check them out. Do you ever just want to be a better version of yourself? A more confident, knowledgeable version of you? The fastest way to do it is through learning. Learning about a new topic or skill can not only broaden your horizons, but also boost your self-esteem. That's where the Blinkist app comes in. Blinkist takes top nonfiction titles, pulls out the key takeaways, and puts them into text and audio explainers called Blinks that give you the most important information in just 15 minutes. With Blinkist, you've got access to thousands of titles and 27 categories of the world's best knowledge to choose from. And if you're more of a podcast person, they've got you covered with Blinks for podcasts called Shortcasts. All of this is available in one app right in your pocket so you can learn anytime, anywhere. Now, I, I love Blinkist. I honestly, honestly do. There are so many times where I'm just sitting on the couch. Rachel and I are watching like an episode of The Bachelor or something, you know, some show that we're not that invested in, but we still torture ourselves to watch anyway. I'm sitting there and I'm just like, hey. I want to learn about sleep. I want to learn about fitness. I want to learn about physics, like whatever just pops into my head. And I can just pull out the Blinkist app and do that. Whenever curiosity strikes, I can pull out the app and either listen to or read in 15 minutes an explainer of what I need to know. It, it's kind of a hack. Like it's incredibly powerful. And two books I'd recommend are Indistractable by Nir Eyal, which is all about how to stay focused each day and How Not to Worry by Paul McGee, which is all about dealing with anxiety, worry or stress. So why not try it out? Right now, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash Tiny Leaps to start your free seven day trial and get 25% off of a Blinkist premium membership. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. Blinkist.com slash Tiny Leaps to get 25% off and a seven day free trial. So here's what happened next. After coming face to face with my own insecurities, I decided I'm going to take action. You know, I set out to face myself 
and to learn what I needed to learn. I knew that I didn't know enough about nutrition and eating well. I knew I didn't know enough about working out and, and losing weight in general. And so I wanted to learn. And I did what I always recommend you do. I started where I could. Like, I didn't know what I didn't know. And so instead of worrying about what I didn't know, I decided I was just going to weigh myself daily and eat how I always had. And then I was going to see the effects on the scale in real time or as close to real time as you can really get and then make changes accordingly. That was my strategy. And, and to an extent, that is the strategy I recommend we always take first, because if we don't know what we don't know, we might as well start with what we can very quickly learn. That's sort of the first lesson here. Now, whether or not you choose to weigh yourself daily is a different conversation that comes down to a lot of things. Like mental health plays a massive role in that. And if it's going to be something that makes you feel worse about yourself on the day to day basis, it's not worth it. I personally found a lot of value in it. Because I was able to sort of detach myself from the number and just look at what's happening based on what I'm eating. Now, there were plenty of times where I wasn't able to do that as effectively. And when that happened, I took a break and I stopped uh, weighing myself. In fact, I'm going through one of those times right now. I, I haven't weighed myself in uh, maybe like three or four days. When I get to a place where my mental health feels good again, I'll consider starting that back up. But you've got to start with what you can quickly learn, what information you can quickly gain so that you can start to fill in some of those knowledge gaps. But that isn't going to be enough because what happened for me is I very quickly found a strategy that worked through this sort of iterative process. I figured out what to eat in order to produce the result I wanted and I lost the weight. I dropped down to like 187 over the course of maybe seven, eight months. I don't totally remember. This was about a year and a half ago now. But what happened is I took a weekend off. I went in, I visited my mother. And when I came back, it, it, it was all back. I mean, of course, it didn't all happen in a weekend. But like, I gained more weight back than I wanted to. And that showed me that the approach I was taking while it was producing the number, it wasn't sustainable. And so I decided, okay, we're going to start again. And I didn't feel frustrated. I didn't feel upset. I didn't feel sad. I didn't feel depressed. I felt motivated. I felt like, okay, that didn't work. Let's focus on what's next, which is the other big lesson here. If you're choosing to pursue this journey or any personal development journey, you've got to be willing to, once you recognize that something isn't working quite as well as you thought it would, You've got to be willing to throw it away and try something else. You have to be willing to push yourself in that way. It's necessary. So I started reading more. I started watching more videos. I spoke with friends of mine who are nutritionists and created a new plan. And I started getting results again. And I lost the weight. And then I gained it back. And again, I wasn't frustrated I wasn't upset. I wasn't depressed. I was motivated. I was ready to try the new thing. So I learned more and I learned more and I tried new things and I tried intermittent fasting and I tried this and I tried that. And I spoke with new nutritionists and I, I increased my workout routine and I did everything that I possibly could. And still to this day, I'm going to be totally honest with you right now, to this day, I have lost some weight. I've lost about 10 pounds that have just about stayed off. 
but I'm still not at my target. And it's easy to get frustrated and depressed and upset and feel like I'm just not happy in my skin. And I feel this every day of my life. I have to be honest with you. That is the point of this show. That is the point of this episode. I feel that every day of my life. But there's something I've realized on that journey, something that I think we all need to remember, whether it's this journey or whatever your journey is right now. Change cannot happen until you learn to love yourself as you are now. Because fundamentally, as people, we do not change. Now, our physical body might change. Our mentality around things might change. The world that we live in might change. The people around us might change. But we do not change. We are who we are. And we have to love that person. Now, we can be better. We can be worse. But we're still on the spectrum of who we are. We have to be willing to love that version of ourselves because that's the only version we're going to get. Don't aim to change yourself. Aim to make choices that is on that end of the spectrum that is better. You are perfect. You are incredible and amazing and beautiful and wonderful and strong and intelligent. You are everything you aspire to be. But the choices you make on a day-to-day basis might not align with that. That's the distinction. And so one thing I'm going to be integrating into my weight loss journey as I move forward is this practice of loving who I am now. Because the truth is, I, Greg Clunas, I do enjoy fast food sometimes. I do enjoy Domino's pizza sometimes. I do enjoy getting takeout. I do enjoy candy. I do enjoy chocolate milkshakes. I enjoy all of these things. That is a part of who I am. I don't want to be, and nor am I, the person who wants to get rid of all of that. I don't want to be a bodybuilder. I don't want to be any of those things. I am me. I enjoy those things. I want to feel comfortable in my body. Those two things don't have to be mutually exclusive. I just have to learn to love both sides of that person, the entire spectrum of that person, and then aim to make decisions that align with that spectrum I I, I want to move towards. So that's the biggest takeaway here from my journey, and hopefully it applies to yours. Love who you are now and stop worrying about changing into someone better because you're already there. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope that this wasn't anything painful for you to listen to, depending on the journey that you're going through. I hope you know that my intention was to create something that could share my real experience in a way that hopefully might help you in your journey and your experience. So I hope that that was the case. I'd love to connect with you, find the community over on tlbc.co slash community or click the link in the description of the episode. We've got a brand new Discord group that you can join us in. Join me, join Heather from Happy Brain, join the rest of the community and any of our future shows right there. Click the link in the description of this episode. Thank you. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. (laughs) 